What is creativity? What does it mean to be creative? Is it a hobby, talent, or can it be more? On this podcast, we talk about creativity and the people behind it. My name is Marco. And I'm Danny. And this is Creative Class. On this episode of Creative Class, I was about to say my other podcast, <laughs> lol. On this episode of Creative Class, I guess we're springboarding off the conversation we had last time, which was basic, which was basically we were talking about a dilemma, right? So, so we were kind of figuring out how this this kind of transitions to another dilemma. Right. So to recap, if you haven't listened to the episode prior to this one, we were talking about the dilemma between doing something you love um, versus doing something that makes you money. Right. And then we talked about how it wasn't really a, a war between passion or profit. It, it was more of something. Just a recap is it what you what you need to do is your purpose. Right, so it's finding that purpose is 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 I guess the t- the key takeaway from last episode, right? Now springboarding from that, we were brainstorming, and interestingly enough, Marco came up with another dilemma. So you want to share what what you thought of? So this is I think this would be something that's a pretty common challenge of many, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, it is it's something that always comes to my mind when I'm. Uh, when an opportunity presents itself, okay, and I'm in that, should I take it or should I not? Should I take it or should right. I? Okay. So the the, the it's but it's uh, it's it's a, from a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Okay, so this idea is from a book. Yes. Right. Okay. So what, I'm guessing, like just just taking from context clues here, that one thing. So the dilemma here is that. You you want to do a lot of things? Is it like one of those things where it's a jack of all trade, master of none kind of thing? That's the that's one of the dilemmas. Uh, that I guess that's the main focus, right? So, the 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 big premise of the book, the big idea, the big mm-hmm. takeaway there is um, one thing is at the heart of every success. Okay, right. So this is re- the, this is just a summary of the book. All right. It is your job to find and pursue your one thing. Okay, so in a way, I guess in a way, it still kind of relates to last episode of finding your quote unquote purpose. So I guess that one thing would be your purpose. Mm-hmm. But I guess what we didn't touch on is um, like how 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 do you decide if you're really good at a lot of things? Maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if if there's a lot of things that that you might deem to be your purpose, how do you kind of isolate? What you say yes to and what you don't, right? Is that what is that what we're doing? Uh, I'm I'm wondering if it's as much of your like deciding between a purpose that that you choose to be your one thing, mm-hmm. or the idea that if you you know even if you understand your purpose, but then you start to like I don't know I, I know you yeah. I know what you're into yeah and I'm I have the same problem because I I say yes to a lot of projects, especially yeah. the ones that excite me. So you spread yourself too thin sometimes, right? Okay. So, in my when I when I when when I'm faced with that dilemma, I typically this this book always comes to my mind. I haven't read it. I've, oh, okay. I've read the summaries, and I and the I abstract. It's, yeah, it's in my it's in my to do list. But okay. you know, I'm a I'm a 
It's in it's my it's in my reading list, but it's okay. it's it's uh it's it, I I I jumped forward and I just read through some of the summaries. Well, so hopefully in this episode we can kind of do like a, a a quick like what are the key takeaways from the book, right. right? I guess so. So if I'm not mistaken, um, it talks in the book you mentioned earlier. It talks about. Uh, something six, something of success, was it? What, 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 what was it called? So the six lies of success. The it, six it, lies of oh, interesting. So it's uh, may, what uh, what we'll do. It sounds juicy. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do is we'll we'll look at these uh, general ideas of okay. what we think is, is required to be successful. Okay, and then we'll try to do some perspective changes. So I guess the con- the connotation there is that part of being successful or or part of the road to success is finding that quote unquote one thing, or 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 is it something totally different? That's a good question. Maybe we can find out. <laughs> All right. So basically, there are six lies. Of success, right. deception, <laughs> disgrace. All right. So, what is the the, the sixth lies? What, what do we start with? The first one: equal. Everything is equal. Everything matters equally. Everything matters equally. Everything matters equally. Okay. So, before you go ahead and explain mm. what the book says about it, mm. I'm just gonna take it out of context. Go. Everything matters equally. Who? Ah, that's hard for me because because I'm like a professional freelancer. <laughs> I say yes to a lot of things. Like I don't really have one thing. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, I don't really have one thing. Just to give you guys an idea, if you if you're not familiar with what I do, I'm a musician. So I'm, I would say the easiest way to categorize the things I do are into two things, two big categories. So I'm an entrepreneur by day, but I'm an entertainer by night. Mm. So under those big umbrellas, there are a lot of other things. Like an, an entertainer, what do you mean? So I'm a lifestyle promoter sometimes. I do music sometimes. I'm a musician, right? I'm an entrepreneur, so so I'm I'm putting up different businesses. I consult for other businesses. I help fundraise for some businesses. I also even do photo shoots, video shoots for some big companies as well. Man, I do a lot. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's just your night job. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, like, don't even get me started, right? <laughs> My point is, like, how can I... Everything is equally important. I would definitely not agree. I mean, if the book says that, right... Uh, I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree if everything is equally important. So this is a lie, is oh, what it's saying. Oh, I see. This is, a, this is one of those lies that everything matters so the equally. Yeah. So n- everything doesn't matter equally. Correct. Okay, so I'll give you an example of something like that um, uh, that just happened recently. So I was faced with a dilemma at work. So something maybe some of you freelancers listening can relate to. So I have another podcast. Right, which which I record for every Tuesday, right? So this is the Wednesday podcast, and I have the Tuesday podcast. So a lot of my co-hosts on that podcast are also in the creative class, if you will. So they're creatives, they're freelancers, they don't really have a fixed schedule. And because of that, um, they're not always free, right? So for the past few weeks, we have difficult time scheduling a day to sit down and record. 
I am frustrated. I got frustrated because I'm like, but we already said Tuesday's our day for this. You shouldn't be doing anything on Tuesday because we agreed that this is... But but their argument is, but if there's a high-paying gig, hmm. I'm not going to say no to that gig just so that we can record, hmm. right? That's the challenge when you have four right. people. Exactly. Yeah. Freelancing so, also. So here I am, like, for, for almost a month now, every time they ask, if it's Tuesday, don't worry about me. If it's Tuesday, I already blocked it, right? So lo and behold, this week... A gig comes up on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the last gigs with this client at that, and this is a good play, paying client. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, I literally was like, I checked. Oh, man, that's our recording day. And I was the one the whole time. I'm always the one like, guys, come on, Tuesday. How hard can it be? How hard can it be to block a day, guys? Oh, my God. Like, you know, that's me. Now they're like, so I'm like, I message in the group chat. And I'm like, hey, guys. So... An opportunity came up this Tuesday. <laughs> Can we move the recording later within the day? So yeah. to, in fairness to me, I didn't move the day. I was merely requesting if we can move the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So to be fair, you pushed I was still, you know, I was still, hey, I'm not moving the day because I committed to this day. But can we move the time to give way for this gig? Mm. And as a freelancer, if you're listening, gigs are your life butter. They are they are the difference. You just paying the bills this month, or you buying some of the luxuries that you'd like to buy this month. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Two or three gigs is a difference, right? Yeah. So me, I'm like eating my words now because right, if I lose this gig, I'm not gonna be able to buy a lot of sh- stuff I wanted to buy, especially because I've been hiking now. So there's a lot of gear. So hiking is not cheap, guys. <laughs> I do not recommend it. All you, you don't. It's not just shoes. Yeah, you know? that, I thought oh, let's choose a sport that will just use your body. You know, <laughs> let's not do a sport with gear. Yeah. Yung pala. Hiking has shoes, bags, all of these, a tent, you know, <laughs> cooking gear, stuff like that. And all these things matter. Mm-hmm. You think you just buy any pair of shoes? No, sorry. And hiking shoes are not cheap. They're way more expensive than Nikes or, or stuff like that. If you want a quality pair, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. So what's my point? Going back, right? I had a gig opportunity, so I asked them to move it. And in the group chat, they, they're all like... Oh, Mr. Tuesday wants to move the gig all of a sudden because he has a opportunity on it. Now you see what we're talking about. So you can't just do that. But my point here is I'm like, but it makes it easier to commit a day or to pencil in a day. Yeah, true. It's not a hard, it's not a hard date, but it, it more or less in your mind takes away the stress of having to think, oh, Tuesday, am I available? Mm hmm. When you already penciled in that day for a commitment to something mm-hmm. like like this day, like right. this is my Wednesday, this is my commitment to you. I can schedule something in the morning beforehand or something after in the evening. But if it's this time, it's pretty much this is a Wednesday. This is our creative class recording, day, mm-hmm. you know. So stuff like that. But obviously, we don't always follow it, right? Right. Something might come up. And then we can be more flexible, but as much as possible in order to, for me, 
in order to get a project moving, you have to commit at least one day in the week. Just those little, little progress Consistency, every week, yeah. Right? Consistency. Which is how we were when we when we started, yeah, right? Yeah, and we it kept it up. We yeah, kept it up for almost a year. Here we are, guys. Now you're listening yeah. to to us, right? So this is this podcast. I would say is evidence of those little efforts mm-hmm. to create big progress, right? So, so and in my side, what I do is mm-hmm. I I block the important things mm-hmm. as in, in in block time. So I I make that hard on my calendar first, mm-hmm. and then everything fits all around that. So you flexible everything else, right. basically. Right. Well, going back to that lie, right? So the lie is everything is equal. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything so equally, everything matters equally, equally important. Yeah. So so basically, um, fast forward to the end of of this this whole debacle that I'm in, right? So I stuck to my word. Mm-hmm. I'm losing a lot of money because I am not able to take that gig anymore. Um, it hurts, <laughs> but I said Tuesday is a day for this, and for me. Even if I'm not making money from the podcast, I know in the long run, it aligns with my long-term goals. Mm. It aligns with what I want in the long term, which is to, to, to be a self-sustaining creator, a content creator. And, and the gig that I have, although lucrative, is, is not something for the long term. It's something that will pay the bill this month. But not create value in the long run. Mm-hmm. So let me read something here that aligns to that. All right. So live a life focused on the vital few things that matter rather than the trivial many. Mm, right? There you go. Pareto's law of 80 20. I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. You want to expound on that? Uh, no, please go ahead. Uh, I, I'm not actually that familiar, but it does remind me of something I watched. So I was watching this series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called, but it's basically how to how to be better with your money, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So one of the count uh, the counselors, uh, what do you call it, consultants? There um, says there are four things you need to remember before making a purchase. These are the four questions you need to ask yourself: Do I like it? Do I love it? Do I want it? Do I need it? Mm-hmm. Do I like it? Do I love it? Do I want it? Do I need it? These are the four questions. So. In these four questions, there are two kinds of things. There's things that you like and that you want. Mm-hmm. There's things that you like and that you want. But there are things that you love and that you need. Mm. Let me say that again. There are things that you like and you, and, you, and you want, but there are things that you love and you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So that alone is a clear difference in in creating priorities, mm-hmm. right? Like and and want these are are what you call just short term things, things that will make you happy in the now, like like a slice of cake or something that will trigger your dopamine, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. something that is an instant reward. And more often than not, we lead our lives always choosing these things because we want them and we like them, right? But inevitably, I guess the point of the the person speaking was the things that actually matter, the things that the point because it's in the in the perspective of saving money mm. and then spending money, right? The point uh, the point being made was that the money that you save should not be spent on these things, but instead spent on things that you actually love 
and that you need, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So what what's a good example? Ask yourself what what is it that you would do if you had all the money in the world? Mm. Like if money wasn't something that you needed to worry about, usually the answer to that question, that's something you love. Mm. So it could be usually answers are like travel, right? I want to have a family. Yeah, go with yeah, family. Yeah. I want to go to Europe with my family. Something That's something that you would love to do, mm-hmm. right? But usually instead of saving up for stuff like that, you spend your money on things that you like, which is maybe, I don't know, a, a, a new subscription off of... Uh, streaming surface mm. and those little things the trivial things as this book points up right. add up right. they add up yeah. they rack up and if you look at the amount you're spending on these quote unquote trivial things that's a holiday in Europe yeah yeah. you could have done something you loved with the same amount of money yeah I, I also look at it from I also I I, 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 I use the Pareto's law mm-hmm. when I think about um the opportunities that I chase right. at the same time. So in similar fashion, do I want to do this or because, um, because the, what is it? Uh, like, love. Is it something I like and, and uh, is it something I want to do? or Want, right, need. Right. Mm. So in, in this case, um, when, you, when you look at what you can earn, right, or you know the the um, I guess the value of the time that you put into something. Yeah. Usually, out of a hundred percent of your time, mm-hmm. it, it, most of the value will come from twenty percent of your of your of, of what you focus on. Right. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. the eighty percent of what you focus on only brings you a little bit of value. So that's the Pareto principle. And for those who are not familiar, correct. Right? Focus on the twenty percent that matters. Right. So that and that gives you the more more value than the eighty percent, which gives you little. So can you give like a practical application, maybe maybe a personal experience where you where you found that this really changed the game for you? Maybe I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you in in business, mm-hmm. if you look at your uh, top twenty customers, right, they will probably bring you a more. majority of your Sales. revenue. Awesome. Yeah. So if you are finding that you can only service so many customers, yeah. mm-hmm. you might as well focus all your effort on that 20%. So how do you do that? Uh, well, one, you can say no to more customers mm-hmm. if they aren't within that 20%. Yeah. That way, you're only saying to yes to the, mm-hmm. the most... The most, uh, you know, so the most important customers, the VIPs. Yes. Right? Oh, I, I can think of another way. Put your prices up. Yes, definitely. And then your twenty percent will stay. Yeah, because they love you, your yeah. service. Correct. So yeah. they were, will be more than willing to pay for it. Right. So you don't necessarily have to get mm-hmm. all of these customers mm-hmm. and service them equally mm-hmm. because you might not be servicing them well. Right. But if you if you focus on your most valuable your customers, niche. you'll be able to then service them even better. Awesome. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Focus on what matters. I feel like that also that principle can be applied across the board to many things. Like mm. not, not even just in business or in, in decision making in general. Yes. It's also even in love life, I yeah. would say. Like, yeah. Like I remember this story about you know it, it's 
to relate it to love, right? Um, there's always grass is always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know that that philosophy, and usually when you're stuck in a relationship. So if 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 sorry to go on a tangent here, but but if you're listening and this this is something that resonates with you, you are meant to hear this. Let me say that again. You're meant to hear this if you're listening right now and this hits you. All right. So usually people in long-term relationships, they they usually find their partners. I guess this is the counter naman of the Pareto principle. This is the opposite. Because their partners usually they would probably fit the 80% of their ideal partner. Right? So this is someone they want to 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 be married to or whatnot, right? But that eventually isn't exciting, right? And so they find someone who's the twenty percent. Mm. And but that the problem is that's all they are, Mm-mm. right? And and this is a story that I always hear in in, in couples that uh, what do you call that um, they don't work out is they leave the the eighty percent mm. for that person who's just twenty percent, and then they realize. They're only twenty percent. I lost the eighty percent for this. <laughs> Sayang, you know, like. So if you're listening, <laughs> if that resonates with you, take that with a grain of salt. The reverse Pareto <laughs> principle. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that yeah. was for you. So, so back to the topic, right? The second lie. The second lie. Okay, and this is something that I've struggled with all the time. Mm-hmm. Multitasking. Multitasking. We are not biologically engineered to be multitaskers. I don't. I. You know what? I've heard that, mm-hmm. and I'm a fantastic multitasker. Really? Although my wife says I'm not, because they are. So so biologically, <laughs> from the, the 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 caveman days, <laughs> us men were supposed to be. We're supposedly hardwired to be goal oriented, mm. very linear thinking. Just finish that singular task because back then I mean this is hardwired in our nervous system all we really needed to do was one thing bring back food mm. hunt, hunt basically get out get the get the food bring it back home yeah that alone is a very what do you call this it's it's a hard task it's very like you would say in a hit workout right it's short but it's really jam-packed. intense yeah, intense. yeah. Excuse me. It's really intense, right? Versus um, uh, back then, the ladies, they would stay home and do so much. Mm. So it would be less intense of work, but more of a lot of it, you know? So they would be in charge of uh, ensuring the safety of the children, mm-hmm. uh, harvesting um, food, uh, gathering food, right? Uh, making sure that uh, the the cave is clean, if you will, or protected, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So so much, right? Versus we just hunt, you know. So hardwired, they can do a lot. They're they're better biologically. They were predisposed to be better than us at multitasking. I so I'm guessing the lie here is that you don't have to be a fantastic multitasker. Is to that be, the lie? To, to be fan, to be successful. Ah, right. So I'm guessing that that's what. Okay. So it, it, it don't it, quote us because again we haven't read the book. So, <laughs> but so here people think that people think they can multitask, but they can't. Mm. We may be able to do multiple things at once, but we can't focus on two things at once. Ooh. Which is true, 
multitasking is ineffective and inefficient. You know, there was a test I did that proves that point to be true. Um, I forgot how it goes, but I think basically it's like um, you write A, B, C, and then you write one, two, three, mm-hmm. and then you do it backwards. Oh God, I'd be so, lost on the back. Yeah, so no basically what. that's what the, that's the point. Like yeah, if you, you need had to, to do if you had to do one, you could yeah, do it. Okay, but if you had to do both at the same time, yeah. Well, so in my experience, and mm-hmm. and I know this in myself, when I get started on a task. Mm-hmm. If I start to jump around because of my ADD, yeah, uh, and I start to get my focus gets onto other tasks, right. it'll take me f- the whole day, and I'll feel like I did nothing. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, uh, that's and that's the worst feeling. You'll 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 you would have gone through maybe a, a lot of different little tasks, but at the end of the day, you haven't completed anything. Any yeah, you, you've you've touched them all a bit, but never really. You know, they, they're just marinating. You haven't put any of them in the oven, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's the challenge, um, and I feel like, man, I'm guilty of that right now because I know I have to start making more content, right, for sure. But I'm just like, yeah, I could do it tomorrow. That tomorrow becomes a week. That week becomes a month. The thing is, something hit me. I I saw I saw a reel recently, and this guy was like, if you're not making content, and this goes to everyone, right? If you're not making content. You're not um, doing doing what you can be doing with your life. What does he mean by that? He means your your children's children's children are gonna eventually, and this is if you plan to have children, right? Look for content that you made in the mm-hmm. hopes in the hopes of studying how their ancestor was. That's a that's a that's a good. That's actually a great idea. Yes. If, a, if anything, if if there's no reason whatsoever for you to start doing content, that should be a reason. Mm. That's a good enough reason mm. to create a, a, an idea or something that your ancestry can look back to, to have to paint a picture of how you were, mm-hmm. to get to know how you are. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had an, an I guess a, a mission in in as part of my day, right? Because uh, I know I'm not going to be around forever. What mm-hmm. I wanted to do was to write my perspective from mm-hmm. from my age, mm-hmm. uh, a journal, if you will, yeah, yeah, for my children. Awesome. So it's a le- it's letters to them, Aww. so that when I'm no longer around and they they're and, and they're my age. Aww. Right, because there's a lot of questions that when you hit, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in my forties. Awesome. So there's a lot of questions that you'll you'll have wow. when you're in your forties, and you typically, and a lot of times you don't have your your parents around, and you can't really talk to your children now because they don't get it. They won't understand. Mm. But when they hit my age, they'll have these questions they'll and they'll open it up and they'll be like, oh, this. So it's like, oh, so it's normal to feel this way. Wow, <laughs> damn! I I wish my dad did that. That uh, would be awesome, right? That would yeah. be uh, like. And my fortunately, my dad's around, so I, I get those 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 lessons. But I'm Still. a lot older than yeah. You well, never know, right? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, so that again. So going back to why I even said that, right? <laughs> uh, content. It's something that I have been pushing back, it, but it's something I know I should be doing more. Mm. Um, but why am I even mentioning that uh, multitasking? Because you're balancing a lot of different things, the ba- ba- balancing a lot of different objectives and and projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So so it's like, where does your end? Because you can't multitask. That's the thing, right? So where do, where do you allocate that energy, mm. and what is worth it? So sometimes 
actually often we know. Mm. We know where it's supposed to go, but we just don't put it there. Mm. It takes a lot of sacrifice, actually. Mm. If you, if you, especially if you're as busy as you are, mm. uh, and you want to accomplish as, as many things as you have to, mm-hmm. there's, you have to sacrifice. There's something gives. Yeah. So for me, it was social life. I, I decided, but this is my social life. Yeah. You know, it's 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 you know curiosity with other, with other people, human interaction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, one of my one of my core objectives is to at least put an hour and a half mm-hmm. like you said mm. every day you do a little bit of something towards it'll get, that it'll objective get somewhere even if you're trying to balance a lot of different things right. but we're still we're still putting that hour to focus on that one thing that's it mm-hmm. yeah and that's all you really need to, to get moving on something mm-hmm. right so for me it makes it easier if all the those one hour things are pretty much aligned to a certain one thing mm. So for me, I yeah. guess it's content creation, and and my purpose is to be like basically from I don't know if I shared it last episode is to be more of like a a guide to the younger generation of men because mm. I never had that yeah right yeah. so so yeah if everything I can do helps towards that then it's not really multitasking it's no. more of complementary and well and and what you do is you 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 put your time. Blocked for mm-hmm. for for that objective. For those things, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you get it done. That's yeah. the that execution is is, is the hardest part. Really Showing correct. up is ninety percent. Right. The ten percent is execution, and if you don't, if you just keep showing up, that's not enough. Right? <laughs> so yeah, but but I feel like uh, for for multitasking, it's really about knowing where to you know. Well, not just knowing, actually. Allocating your energy properly, Mm-mm. you know, to to things that you love and need. Yeah, take today was super productive for me. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so there. All right. All right. At this rate, we want to give a major shout out to our major sponsor. I would say. So if you want to be able to also experience these chairs where we're sitting in right now, this soundproof studio which we're recording in. This beautiful equipment that you can rent out, you have to go to Astbury. So Astbury is a private members club and it's based in Pueblo Shard, where the creative and the cerebral live in the moment and work, gather, grow for tomorrow. Wow, that sounds inspiring. If you're inspired, you should check out Astbury at astbury.club, not .com. Okay, at the point that uh, at the rate that we're going, it seems like this will last another hour, and we're trying to limit the length of these episodes. So maybe we can cut it now and then continue on the next one. If you made it this far into the podcast, we want to thank you so much for listening. To learn more about us, feel free to connect with us on our website, creativeclass.com. That's spelled creativeclass.com. And please do take some time to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's at creativeclass on all our social media platforms. We'll see you next time.